good people you know what time it is man it is time for another edition of kingly conversations man where we just come and bring you hopefully we hope good conversation some in, <laughs> some some huge some humorous things and hopefully just some good information that you can take back home and see that one not everybody's a monolith and two there's a lot of ways to live a better life my thing is as long as you're happy that's at the end of the day when they patting you on the face with a shovel why is always patting you on the face with a shovel? What are they doing? What are they doing? <laughs> Go ahead. They're patting you on the face with a shovel. Or, or, or they could be putting you into a jar. That's right. But either way, I've never seen anybody make it out of this life alive, unfortunately. Good point. I've never. <laughs> I ain't say I ain't never read, you know, but I've never seen anybody make it out of this life alive. Anyway, folks, as, as I am every single week. Oh, before what I get to that. We, what, what are we on? What are oh, we on? Oh, yeah, no, no. That's what I'm going to do, man. I got you, I mean, man. So, I, you know what I'm going to tell you? One of these days, man, I'm going to get some respect. I feel like Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> I feel like Rodney Dangerfield, man. <laughs> start sitting here like Birdman with shades <laughs> on. I'm going to get some tats on my face. Put some respect on my name. You know what I'm saying? Actually, I should put that on a shirt. I can't sell it because I'm sure he probably already trademarked it, but oh I can put it on a shirt and just sit here with it on. But as long as I'm not getting paid for it. You got your, your bottom lip got to be trembling. Y'all gonna put hey, some look, respect on my name. I ain't gonna tell y'all no more. No more. Emotional. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so, what, uh, that's what he said. Finish we through. Like, well, I guess. I mean, you can leave. And you came in with your crew, you can leave any time, my guy. But you can find us anywhere and everywhere you listen to podcasts, yeah. whether that's Apple Music or Apple Podcasts these days, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, Audible, anywhere and everywhere, Pandora, uh, Spotify. Everywhere you listen to anything, you can find us. Or you know what? Don't even worry about that. Just go to Google and type in Kingly Conversations, and guess what? Whole first page is we. <laughs> so, you know how to find us. As I am every single week, man, my name is Alan. What up? It's your boy Twine, also known as Twine. Ask about my pop. Oh, girl. <laughs> I'm charging up. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. But uh, it's your boy Twine. Twine. Ask about my podcast. Your friend, your mentor, Calvin D. Hill. Hey, today we got our special guest, uh, Mr. Boyd Antoine. Antoine, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started on the topic. Is, is, is. What? Go ahead. Well, just Antoine. Antoine Boyd. Antoine Boyd. I, I, I called him Mr. Boyd. Um, but you, you. Go, go ahead. The but, respect. Um, used to be on Cheese Town Radio as Antoine Fundraiser Boyd. Um, basically got a YouTube page as Chesapeake Rider. Uh, IG, Chesapeake Rider. Motorcycle Rider, Barber. Um, just sometimes confident. Sometimes, you know, I'm a, being a barber, you also that second beat. You can also be a bartender, so that you need that listening ear that sometimes people need. Um, just everyday African American male, just trying to live life. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. So today we're gonna uh, talk about relationships, and we're talking about we're gonna, for our first one. We were doing 
Oh, look at you having problems Talk with your computer. Women <laughs> and, and relationships. relationships. <laughs> now, this is going to be interesting because I'm going to blame the men. I blame the men for toxic women in relationships because they toxic you shouldn't deal with them but we're going to talk about I dealing with your them. parents i blame you <laughs> right Who but, but we're going to right but we're going to deal with it because we'll get some kind of inside input yeah. especially from mr boyd because my thing is how do you know i don't i don't know how to identify a toxic woman listen right Just so that that's important you you got to know it's and really that, hard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I got, I got to put this out because I don't, I don't know. Because Antonio used to always say, uh, "When we were in college, he'd be like, I blame your parents. You ignorant because they ignorant. You ain't got no home training because they ain't got no home training. That's true. That's cool. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Shout out to Antonio Monday, Forceman's finest. But yeah, that that is true because when it comes down to a toxic woman, she will do everything. Comedian wise To get to you And get into your life And then once she's Got the claws in Then all the Toxicity Comes out <laughs> So you'll see you, you won't see it right you away You won't see it right away Cause um, I, I would say Basically A prime example Of my life uh, With my situation My son's mother Perfect And I, I have a background In the church So with having a background In the church You always know You bring her home Or bring him home So you can meet the parents Oh, man, when I say she snowed my mom over, mm. boy, she snowed my mom over. I'm talking about like uh, it's a 12-foot blizzard and the snow the, the snow plow coming through and putting 24 <laughs> feet on top of the curb. Sheesh. That's how good she snowed her in to this point. That to this day, my mom still apologizes saying, I didn't see it. I didn't. And my mom is a minister. So she, she was around her multiple times before she actually said, you know what, she's the one. And she was the chameleon. The, I mean, my family loved her. She did everything possible, and once the once she had me to the point that we had got engaged, I went and bought the ring. Well, we had went and um got the ring made. Mm. As you know, you never go and do it yourself. You get with the woman and you ask her what she wants. Then actually, y'all go to the jewelry store and you want her to be happy from what I was told, and you purchase what she wants. Well, ten thousand dollars later, and she knew she had me. Um, oh yeah, I got him now. So instead of doing what I ask, because from the beginning of any relationship, I always tell women, I don't have any children, and I don't want any until I get married. Well, she decided to just keep wooing me and kept saying, you know, that, that pillow talk is strong. Oh, boy. In your ear telling you, baby, well, you say you love me. We got the ring. We engaged. Why, well, why you can't take the condom off? Hmm. <laughs> okay. So after a while, yeah, Twan, it's, 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 she, she loves you. Well, take it on off. But my pullout game was strong. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I hadn't made it 40 years in relationships without having a pullout game. You know what I'm saying? So my pullout game was real strong. Until one day, baby, you're making me feel like you don't love me. Oh, wow. Because mm. we are engaged. And the one thing that was the sprinkle and the cherry on top was she had been taking her um, birth control since, my, since her first son was born because she didn't want any more. Well, she felt, after I talked to her mother, I'm rushing the story, but she felt like um, since I didn't have any at 40 years old, it was her life's mission and God's purpose on earth to put her on earth to give me a child without my wishes on waiting until we cross the aisle wow. and say, I do. Mm. So each time I was to continue to pull out, <laughs> you don't love me. You just don't love me. 
Mm. I didn't see the setup because she was oh she was glazing me. Good. I see, I see, I see. So from the first day, and I didn't know this because um me being the person that I was, we did a whole lot of things, and I said her I thought she were used to certain things, but she wasn't. So passports, um, Jamaican trips, things like that, uh, she had never done. And a couple of things I had traveled the country, but I had never really went out of the country. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm a traveler. Let's go ahead. Passports went to Jamaica, and her and her friends that got together and schemed a plan. The, this is the, this is her birthday, and I'm taking to taking her to Jamaica on her birthday. They devised a plan for her to conceive in Jamaica. So months earlier, she had stopped taking her pills. Mm. Never, never, never told me about it. Didn't say a word. But you know, sometimes God is good. Okay. From the beginning of the trip, all the way to the end of the trip, we fussed. Mm. We was only intimate one time. On a $5,500 trip. I mean, gorgeous, man. I could show you pictures of where the sun rose off the water and the balcony and all these good things. And it was just a, a, a poor dude. It was a horrible situation. Like I said, I could go for days on a situation with her. But it was no red flags early. It was nothing no, that said, okay, re- this might be a problem. The red flag I should have saw was she kept trying to hide her mom from me. And I didn't see it as a problem because her mom was a, a uh, she was a home care keeper and she was a hospice nurse. And she did it in North Carolina and Virginia. So she would be in and out of town all the time, which was a true statement. Mm-hmm. I could catch her sometime, but talking to her on the phone, but she would be, it would be a quick five, six minutes. Mm-hmm. When I finally got a chance to talk to her after the deed was done, she came to me and told me, and it was so funny. She said, sir, I wish I would have met you. No, son, I wish I'd have met you a long time ago. Because mm-hmm. I would have told you my daughter ain't nothing. What? The red flag that came then, but she was already pregnant. Oh. Her mother said that? Her mama came to me and told me, she said, baby, I wish I... She said, she been keeping you. She been keeping you from me. I said, well, yeah, you were working in and out of town. She said, baby, I don't work out of town that much. A lot of times I'm here. Oh. So she was lying. That's lying. That's different. Because her mama knew who she was. And the crazy part about it, she has no respect for her mother. All right, so let me ask you this then. The first three months of the relationship, how many times did y'all argue? None. We did not argue, and this is the crazy part about it. We did not argue until the Jamaican trip. Wow. We had been together for about eight months before that happened. And I was like, I was so surprised and shocked because it was a, a, a financial thing. I spent all this money to go to Jamaica, and we weren't there on a timeshare. Mm-hmm. But she wanted to go to a timeshare presentation. Man, we I had just worked 12 hours, drove all the way from Carolina to um, what Raleigh, to catch the flight out. Mm-hmm. Midnight, red eye. So my first time ever going international, so I'm like, and, and first time on a plane because I was a guy that was driving around the country. Mm-hmm. So both of us, nervous, scared. I let her, I put her at peace, let her, hey, I got this, like I know what I was doing. But she <laughs> got rest and all those good things. So by the time we got, when it, when I finally got to the destination, you know how it is, fellas. You done had a long trip. When you finally see the horizon, you start relaxing. So by the time we had checked in and I had me a couple of libations and had me a couple um, shrimp cocktails, <laughs> I was tired. <laughs> so I did not want to sit through a four-hour four hour timeshare presentation mm-hmm. to get $350 when I got $3,000 in my pocket. Mm, that don't sound too good right now. So I'm going to bed. And that's when the argument started. What do you mean you're going to bed? What are you talking about? I said, man, I'm tired. You've slept throughout this whole journey. I've been up making sure we got here, there, and everywhere, transfers, all that. I'm ready to go to bed. 
Well, how do I mean you tell? Whoa, whoa, hey, what are you talking about here? And we're in Jamaica amongst a whole lot of people we don't know, international people. Yeah. Now, you really trying to, now, we're away from home, and I can't get away from you. So now I'm going to show you who I really am because you can't go nowhere without me. Mm-hmm. And boy, 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 within 48 hours, I was trying to leave. Oh, wow. So I, was, so I was willing to book forfeit me. Forfeit, all that. Dude, I had already checked. $1,800 to go home. Last minute, from Jamaica back to Norfolk, 1800 I was willing to do it. But then something hit me in the head. It was like, dude, if you leave her, I was willing to sneak out. And I should have did it. I should have honestly left. Because that, that's, that's, that wouldn't cost me this 18 years of anguish and maybe 25 that I got to deal with her. But the fun thing that hit me in my head before we left, some people had went to Aruba. Mm-hmm. And both of well, he had left her. And she got killed. So they blamed him. He didn't do it, but he was the last seen person with her. Mm-hmm. So that made me stay. Oh, wow. If anything happened to her, shout out to Jim Crimes. Shout out Discovery ID. I know, right? <laughs> right. So yeah. that was the most miserable trip I ever took with anybody because I couldn't leave her. And she, you ever had anybody that's behind your back to steady? Yeah, 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 yeah. And everywhere you go, poking they, oh my yeah, God. Trying to Not push poking, buttons. Stabbing the bell. Uh, I never seen, I never in my life dealt with anything, oh, <laughs> anything well, close like of that. Speaking toxic well, women, gentlemen. And, and, but I mean, and, but as you, as you have said, like the part of the reason why I think that is the case is so like for me, and I've always, from the, you know, I've always been, I always wanted to be married. So that was, so every, every relationship I got in, I'm evaluating it like what I'm like, do I do I like the way you slurp your soup? Like, can I can I right. deal with this right. for the next sixty years? Is this something I can deal with? And it's essentially, as soon as I saw, like one person, and I, I told my wife about this, I was like, you know, when I was younger, this one girl wanted to like go through my phone. No, done. Like, Look, why not? No, because yes. one one we not married. We not even in, <laughs> we not even an official item. And you already want to start? No. Cause this ain't gonna oh, do nothing but get worse. Yeah. This ain't gonna do nothing but get worse. So it's like I'm no, nah, I'm out. That I'm one out. thing got me because not even we're not married. You don't pay my bill. I mean, that's the one reason why you can't check my phone. You know, so I'm that. that so is, I was. I've always been looking for what you had. even the what smallest red, like <laughs> the smallest of red flags. Like when you when you were talking about how you know because because you wouldn't, uh, as they say these days, pump and dump. Um, Right, right. Since you wouldn't pump that, you don't love me up. Nope, I'm out. I should have did. I'm out. I'm out. Because, because to me that says you. You To me that already says you scheming. Yeah. Because I, because I, I, the same person that was checking wanted to wanted to try that nonsense. Nah. mm -mm. I guess I don't love you then. Mm. Well, mine was was so crazy. I had sat back and talked to mom on um, five years earlier. Yeah. I'm tired of this. I'm ready to get married. Mom can oh come on sit down let's go ahead and make this um make this list and I need you to be specific on everything you need and you know you heard the eighty twenty rule mm. she gave me ninety <laughs> ninety ten I was like oh my god this is her this is and I had waited five years I got a I question. wouldn't date mm. I wouldn't do anything I got a question because I I am blown away so this list that you had that she showed you ninety ten what are some of those Items or oh. things on your list that she overachieved the things that made that, that kind of oh, put the wool over your the eyes. Things that these women, these modern women, won't do now: cooking, cleaning, checking in. 
oh, go ahead. I, I'll sit here and I, you come back and go ahead with the boys. Go ahead, do your thing. Giving me the freedom that I was like, wow. And she would, oh, and now, now I'm out. She'll call me up. Hey, I'm going to rent to my, to my cousin's house, to my friend's house. Um, I'll call you when I get there. Fifteen minutes later, hey, I'm here. I'm safe. Or she would, if I'm, she thinking I'm busy or something, she'll just text. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. And I'm like, wow, man, she's really hitting these points. Oh, kind, generous, just basically nurturing, seeing how she's reacting with her son because she already said was married at first. Mm-hmm. And that was my thing. If I'm going to deal with um, a, a woman that has a kid, I want it to be through a marriage because mm-hmm. I know you know what it is to be a wife because mm-hmm. she was married for about, I think she's, her mom said about four years. And I think she said yeah, about four years. She talked about four years. But um, it was one of those marriages that she was just trying to get away from home. She wanted to be independent and all those things. But she had just hit all the key points, man, just so many things. I was like, I cannot believe this. Thanksgiving came. Oh, everything she cooked from scratch, cooked it from scratch, and made it deliver, stayed up all night like my grandma used to do. Mm. I'm like, oh, my God, this, this is her. This is her. House always clean, smelling good. Son always immaculate. And even got me one burden. She took care of her car. <laughs> she got a clean car. Come on, fellas. You know that. Ain't, come on, yeah, man. You know so that's, that's true. So, okay. How, where do you meet Toxic? No, let me rephrase that. Where did you meet her at? Barbershop. And I had told myself because I had did it before. Oh, you was I cutting losing, Yeah, I ended okay. up losing clients like that. Yeah. So I, when I first met her, she came in with her son to get her, his haircut. She ended up scoping me out. I'm doing my job. So she, and when we had talked about it afterwards, she told me, she said, oh, when I saw you, um, you didn't realize I, I came back. She said, the first time I got a cut, she said, um, I saw you. Then the second time I came back, you saw that I got my haircut, but I was dressed different. I was like, yeah, I saw that. Because she came in her, her nurse's outfit on. Second time she came back with a sundress. It was summertime, and you know how we love them sundresses. Mm-hmm. And things were just shaking and jiggling, and ooh, Lord hammers. But the funniest part about gotcha it was the jingle jangle. Oh, that's what she got. So she went <laughs> and left, yeah. and then went home to find a problem with his haircut, so she could come back and talk to me. So when she was being persistent about it, I mean, man, when she when I was looking at the problem, like really, okay. But it was her chance to stand over top of me and talk because she never got a chance to stand close to me. Mm-hmm. She had to tell me from a distance what was going on. But now, oh, right here, can you fix that right there? So she stood there for that three minutes, and that three minutes, smelling good, looking good, being kind to her son, caring to her son. I'm like, wow. And then the next thing you know, well, um, hey, da 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 next, uh, what you doing later? I'm nothing, doing nothing. And that's how I came. We called and talk, and, man, just everything I'm thinking that is the right thing. She's telling me about friends, never about family. But just about friends and how she's close with this one and close with that one. So I never really started digging deep on what, what's the relationship between you and your family. Mm-hmm. But, dude, I mean, you can meet them anywhere. She she wooed me good, man. She really wooed me good to the point that I was at. By the time I was trapped in, I found out this old old woman. So after the aftermath, do you feel like it was targeted? No. I feel like it was meant. Because I can sit here all day long and tell you how bad she was and tell you this, that, and other. But I also can sit back and say it was for the best for me. I was the enforcer for my family. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't have no kids. So mm-hmm. if anything went wrong in the family, call Twan. Mm-hmm. And that's what they would do. Well, the new generation was coming out and my time was fading out. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that now it's no more talk and it's no more try to explain. As soon as I feel like I'm offended, I'm going to shoot you. 
I needed to hurry up and stop that. And God saw it coming. Yeah. Let me give him a son. Because he don't care about nothing. And I'm, I'm getting emotional now thinking about it because if it weren't for him, uh-huh. I'd be dead, dude. Wow. So that's why I'm hurt. That's all right. Take your time. Want to come back to it? Yeah, we'll do that. So I, I guess I dealing with someone in a toxic relationship, I personally can say I've been on both ends. I've been the toxic person, and I've also been the person to receive the toxicity. So, uh, so, so, go ahead, go ahead, because I got a question for y'all. Come on, come on with the question. With, with, with these women, hindsight being twenty twenty. Yeah. What would you look for early? Like to, for, to me, y'all gotta have something in common with these women. Something about these two women that you. Well, I don't know how many women you talking about, but I'm assuming one. But what are the common traits of these toxic women? And at least in your case, on top yeah. of that, since you also said you were the toxic one, what were you? Oh yeah, doing what were you doing? Okay, yeah, that that's a good point. You know right? now, making it, but so both both sides. Yeah. But I just, I just want to because because you said it, so now I'm like, okay, well, how do you know you were toxic? In the toxic one in the relationship, and yeah, that's a good point. Okay, let's go ahead and get it out there on the table. All right, I was toxic. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why I know that I was toxic because in the latter half, like right now, I know because I had to get help to understand what I was going through and to see that hey what I did may not have been the best choice for myself or the person that was with me. And you're talking professional help? Professional help, yeah. Like a a psychologist going to therapy and things of that nature. So in the like while I was in the 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 midst of it, I was good. I'm not wrong. You wrong. Mm. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Something wrong with them. Mm. Mm. But after I did Get the help eventually later on, and you know my after the after the damage was done. <laughs> after the damage was done. After the damage was All done. After the damage. Then you know I was like I, I look back on it like eh, but I can't take full blame for it because it was give and take. It was in those in those relationships. It was allowed. It was allowed because if she would have left a long time ago, you would have stopped. Basically, but again, true. So did I? Did I? Did I? Did I answer your question as far as how I was toxic yeah, in a relationship? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You have any, so any specific examples? Um, like, yeah. I mean, I could share. I mean, if if it was because I know, I know myself now. So when I was in relationships before, the whole shutdown mode and not caring and becoming cold and numb, that part was toxic. Towards them I know on my part As far as what I've done Because If they've done something And In the toxicity mode I'm not going I'm not going back and forth with you mm-hmm. So now I'm going to shut down And you don't mean nothing to me mm. Emotionally Physically nothing I don't even want to deal with you, mm. you know Emotional Damn it <laughs> you know, Those so, are Narcissistic traits Yeah Oh, on my part? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I understand so, that. So, so, so what that, Yeah. But it was good that he saw it and was able to correct it because what happens is sometimes you have to have an abrupt stop. Yeah. Something has to make you stop. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a, the whole thing. I was tired of an event. Had, yeah. Well, see, that's the good thing. Not, not to talk over. Good, good. But we, as men, mm-hmm. we can see things after a while when we start noticing. Well, I don't have no friends. <laughs> don't nobody want to be around me. So now we can reflect. Like, hold on, what's wrong with me? Right. And the worst part about that is with, and I always, me and, me and Brother Calvin always talk, and I said the reason why a lot of our young men are growing up that way is because they've been brought up by women with no men interaction, and they're growing up with their feelings. Right now, it's the New York Times uh, produced that right now today, we got young men and men growing up with the lowest testosterone rate ever in history because we've been told that everything we do as men is toxic. Everything we do as men is bad. Mm. When we say no, that's wrong. I wonder They're, if that's just here. I mean, New York Times only would have done here. Or you're being mean. Or well, because well, in first world countries, the birth rate, the birth rate in every first world country is way down. It's way down because fem, uh, that this feminist movement has hit the women that you can do whatever <clears> you want. Because think about who is in control of um, pregnancy. I mean, <clears> women are <throat> in control. So of if they don't want to get pregnant no more, can we force them? No. So that's why the birth rate. I mean, that's, we used to. But <laughs> and that was that's why we got that's why we got here because we well, used to the rope. Well, it wasn't what we used to we'll put it like this. We, we just, might not have. Well, yeah. I only think a lot of us. You, you, you got to understand, Alan, when he say we. No, no, I'm understanding he, what he's he saying. Up. Well, this is what I'm thinking because that's you we talking. If you got a lot, of, <laughs> if you got a lot of a lot of uh, people that are going into marriage, reading on the Bible or going as, as the Bible, it says that we must do your duties, it, whether you feel like it or not. So sometimes if a man feel like he won't a little bit, can I have some? Even though she may not want to, it don't mean that he took it from her. She just may not want to. So if if you go on being that man and you gonna do this, well yeah, you done did it beyond her will. But sometimes some men say, hey, I gotta still get my high up in the morning to pay these bills when I don't feel like it. So you can't give me twenty minutes of your time. That twenty minutes sometimes don't take but five, <laughs> especially if I've been holding on waiting for a long time. It ain't gonna take but maybe two and a half. As soon as I do a little rubbing, it's, we done. Like, whoo, good Lord. But you're going to say that I, I did these things against your will when, wow, I've been doing my duty as a man. Why can't I just, and now you're upset that I may be looking at somebody else or I may go outside. We have a lot of things that's going on now in, in, in America that has really festered in black America. Because we don't realize, especially black women don't realize how much we as blacks set the tone of what's going on in America. We, we don't realize that. We, I mean, we affect fashion. Paul Mooney said it. We, everybody want to be black, but don't nobody want to be black. Yeah. Exactly. You want to be black when it comes to all the cool and nice things, but you don't want to be black when you can't get that loan. You don't want to be black when you, your interest rate is high. You don't want to be black when the police pulling you over. You don't want to be black with all the bad things, but you always want to be cool. But we don't realize right now because men, we black men have no, oh, really men right now have no effect on what's going on in society in America. None. Women are running everything. If if I know I don't know if y'all been watching YouTube. One second, YouTube has got to the point now you can't say sex, you can't say the, the R word no more. You know when you you're taking advantage of a woman, you can't say shot, you can't say shoot, you can't say murder. These are regular words that we say in a, not curse words, but these are just regular words. So we're censoring so much and we're docile now so much of our everyday life. What are you about to say? Um. Oh, that's what I was going to say. But <laughs> as far as the crazy thing, so not crazy thing, it, it in a sense, I would say it's, we can see it more now, but I don't know that it hasn't been that way. Because, you know, if, if we look at the 20s, you know, when Prohibition came about, the entire reason for Prohibition, it was a woman's movement 
because they were upset that their husbands were out drinking all the time, so they wanted yes, to ban alcohol. Yes, sir. So that the husband could be home. Then the husbands came home, and and, then, uh, and with a whole bunch of domestic violence. And then you know, so it's but but I would also say so. One thing we have found out. So and me and my wife talk about this regularly, is that a whole lot of people found out they didn't like their family during the pandemic. They found out that they should have never picked this person. Because a whole yeah, bunch of yeah, people, because no, once yeah, you was, had to, because the, the thing that we had that benefited us was when we got married, <laughs> uh, not too long before that, we were both unemployed at the same time. So we were in the house all the time together. And that's how we were like, oh, yeah, no, this is going to be cool. How so long, <laughs> how long you been married? We were, uh, October will be 10 years. 10 years. Okay. Let's take 10 years back. Um, that's the answer. If that's when. Um, Really, the internet really hit hard ten years ago. You ran, you was right at the cusp where everything was going, but we didn't have, we didn't have it taken over our lives as much as we do now. We didn't. Um, so, what, what was what were we doing ten years ago? What is this? Twenty twenty two. Twelve. I just got back to Virginia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. So, man. I'm getting old, bro. I tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, so yes. Now the, the crazy part about that is, even though uh, I'm. I met my wife officially at Norfolk State. We actually first met each other on Black Planet. Mm. If you remember Black Planet from yeah, way, way yeah, back. Yeah. She was, she was. I don't know, I, mean, I just happened to be. I, well, nothing happens to be. Oh. But, but you know, it was one of those things where I was already at Norfolk State. It was definitely my profile that I was at Norfolk State. She was coming to Norfolk State, wanted to make sure that that was going to be the school for her. And so, you know, um, but, there was no, but we knew each other for 12 years Not biblically knew Just knew each other for 12 years We were friends for like 12 years And then it was like hey. But the entire time I was like Yeah I think I think. But there were uh, I won't say issues But I knew I had to work on me anything, I knew I had to step my level up Anything toxic? No <laughs> but, but, you got, but, but you gotta understand I've always So my thing is Because uh, my mindset is you can always find a clapper. You can always find somebody with a Guck Guck 3000. So if you don't find the personality that meshes well with, with your personality, then the rest of that ain't going to matter. Because well, eventually, they, they eventually like you, they not, you're not going to feel like it or they're not going to feel like it. it. Something going to break down. You, you're going to get older. Something going to break down on your body. Mm-hmm. And if y'all don't actually like each other. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Like it's ball game. It's gonna, it's gonna be anyway. terrible. It gonna work, right? I got a question. It'll it'll as long as long as that gut gut three thousand work it'll work, and then all of a sudden one day it's gonna be like oh, I don't feel like it. And then now now you man now y'all both toxic now y'all fighting throwing furniture breaking your own stuff. It's like I ain't not, don't break your own stuff. Go out there breaking somebody else's house and break their stuff or something. Don't break your own Just stuff. Do so, breaking somebody else's house. I Where mean, hey, look if you going down, go down. <laughs> what you about to ask? <laughs> um, I was I had a two part question. Uh, one was. How do you get out of a toxic relationship? And if you can't get out of the relationship, uh, how do you deal with that toxic person when you can't get away? Any anybody? Oh, oh, you you, you can always get out now. Thank you. Wait a minute. You can oh, always yes. no no. Yes. Now going? you but you yes. you know, you know but you know me though. You know me though. Listen. Right, so do your part. Hey, <laughs> you listen. So that's crazy. If you if you willing to accept any of the consequences that come with however you choose to get out, <laughs> Golly. you can get out. Yeah. Okay. And depending and depending on how toxic that relationship is, you might need to accept the other consequences of getting okay, out. Okay. Let me rephrase the question. 
Now I'm not saying listen, I don't I don't promote violence, but sometimes violence is necessary. It happens. Mm. So (laughs) in a nonviolent in a nonviolent. Okay. In a way that won't get you incarcerated, how do you deal with a toxic person? And if you can't get away, how do you deal with it? Because someone wants you to bust them in the head. And that's true. I'm going to start with that one. In my case, I worked for the sheriff's department, and I was working for the government and cutting at the barbershop at the same time. Mm -hmm. So all three of those, two of those, honestly, you got to have a clean record. They're going to check you upside down, inside out. Yeah. So I pride myself, if y'all see who I look like, (laughs) I look like the average street guy. Dre is, and I'm black. Nobody actually looks at my character. So for me to be able to walk around like this and be able to go into the government and hand my ID and smile in their face, and the crazy part, I've never been a part of the military. It lets you know that I had a good background. So whenever she would get amped and stand in my face, that would be the first thing that popped in my mind. Dude, you've been good what, all the way up yeah. to this time. What do you have to what you What got you to got to lose. Yeah. And losing it me, and this is my thing, because I've had my own place since I was 17. And, you know, you had hiccups. I had to move back home, but I came back out on my own. So I've been on my own, paying my own for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I kept thinking, is it on my job? It takes one week. If I can't work for one week, I, I'm about to be homeless because I work with cash, and I got to be to work. I have no sick days. I have no vacation time. Yeah. I have no none of those things. Mm-hmm. So I have to be to work. So I always sit back and say, well, you know, dude, if you go to jail, it's that's at least three days. Because people got to get the money to get you out. So it, it may take three days. The first day you get locked up, you already said you can be there at least 12 hours. Because they take their time with processing. And I worked down there. So I knew what you was going to go through. And I did not want to be locked up in the same jail that I was working. That was suck. That was suck ain't the word. <laughs> the, the craziest part about it, they looking at me like, you? What did you do? And now once I get arrested, I've lost it. Yeah. Yeah, you can't get that I out. can't get that back. Yeah. So I would always think first. And me, my mom and my dad used to fight a lot. Mm-hmm. And my mom would initiate it, but my dad's a peaceful guy. So he would always try to leave. He would always try to leave. And I saw this. He would always walk around, try to just do whatever he could. My mom would still be on him. So with seeing that and knowing that he only hit her one time, and that, that hit came from she snatching on him and he pulling back. I know y'all have seen it on movies before. The dude like, get off me. And then, oh, she gets hit. Oh, and now, oh, you nigga. And then she jumps on him and just let the man go. Mm-hmm. So I've always seen when the argument starts getting to the point that it's above audible, it's time to leave. Because things are about to be said and done that can't be taken back. True. So it's time for me to go. But getting out, after a while I sat back and I got a real good relationship with God. I don't know what nobody else but mine. I can talk to him in time. And we're talking to him. He was like, you ain't got to be here. You don't have to be here. Mm-hmm. I wasn't married to her. The ring, psh, possession. Take it. Go. You can tear up everything I got as long as you don't touch me. Mm. Because when it come down, a woman tearing your stuff up and the police come, they gave her every right to do it. You better not even blink at her too hard. In, in Chesapeake, you're going to jail. Oh, you look like you were going to do something. You smelt like you were going to do something. And Virginia. Virginia the whole, right. And then I'm not a a small guy. I'm not a huge guy, but most women that I date are smaller than me. So they're already going to look, oh, oh, oh. So I sat back and was like, you know what? I'm not going to keep taking this verbal abuse, and I'm not going to keep taking this taunting 
Because after a while, you taunt a person to the point that, oh, yeah, they're going to want to pop your side of your head. And when I saw one day I was trying to leave and um, I was at the steps and she jumped in front of me being pregnant. You're six months pregnant. And you're going to jump in front of me at the stairs and we're going down. You don't have no care about your well-being because I'm going forward to go down the stairs. You can try to jump in front of me. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So when I caught, she ended up almost falling. So when I caught her and pulled her back up, oh, you trying to let me go? I said, you just did this. And I knew then from here on out, you're going to be blamed for anything. Because she's about to blame you for what she just almost did to herself. Mm-hmm. After I got her stable, I turned around, looked at her face, and I told her, I said, we're done. What you mean we done? I said, we're through. I'm not going to have somebody antagonizing me, taunting me, and egging me to put their hands. Love is not putting my hands on you. Mm. If I say I love you, why would I put my hands on you? You're trying to get me to go there, and that's not me. I don't give that type of love. He, you just said something that... um that resonated putting your hands on somebody to show you love. Some people have you that have mentality that. that if you're not fussing and you're not you if you're, you're not, not fighting for this relationship, you're yeah. not arguing back, you don't love me. That's it, yeah. You didn't smack me across my head, right. you don't love me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't now, that's, hey, that, I, we I, don't we don't I don't I, I, now for don't. now for some people, if that's what you're into in the bedroom, hey. If it's, if By it's all consensual. Means. No. By all if it's no. consensual. Hey, it's, it's people, it's people that are that. Hey, that's that's it's a, people, a lot of people got a whole lot no. of kinks out there. Yeah, but if you. If you <laughs> <don't> <laughs> know, people got a whole lot of kinks out there. That ain't, yeah, that ain't for me. I can't I can't stand arguing with you for me no neither. reason. I, no, I'm not. Yeah, the arguing. No, we and yeah, yeah, no arguing for no reason. If it ain't about money or the kids, we don't really have. If it ain't real, yeah. So that's why I had to go. My thing has been, and I guess you know, because when I say I I knew that in order to ensnare my wife i had to work on me because my thing you know you know one one of the things i learned essentially through entrepreneurship was that if it's not going to matter one of my mentors said if it's not going to matter in five minutes and it doesn't matter now and he wasn't really saying literally five minutes but like if this isn't going to matter for mm-hmm. going forward for mm-hmm. our future if this isn't going to affect us long term then you know leave it alone, leave it alone. It, don't, it don't really matter now like the way that because uh, I, I remember that you know early which some people would you know, might want to be toxic about or, or whatever the case may be, or just want to, you know, antagonize somebody about. But my wife and I fold towels differently. Right. But she's like, the towels got folded. And that's how I feel too. As long towel, as it got either, done. either way, it got folded. It got and so done. I think that, I think some of that comes from people, and we talked about this before on another podcast, people are just trying to control other people. Yes, sir. And it's like, but you can't control anybody else unless you're going to do it through some level of violence, which. And to antagonization is still violence. Like I said, we need to go back with dads in the house. Because think about it. Women are being taught, kids, daughters are being taught by moms that are controlling them. So who are they going to control when they get with their man? They're going to control the man. Because they've been taught. And think about it. If mom is not with a husband or with a long-term boyfriend, or sometimes they are with long-term boyfriends that are simps or that they say beta males, they will allow themselves to go through that type of torture and torment, and the daughter sees that that's like that's okay, and to try to find the same type of manner to go through that. Women love to just well, just anybody, whatever you're taught, you're gonna push it back out. I mean, that's, so that's like which, your which, beginning statement. Yes, we, it, I blame the parents. The blame the parents, and you can't. And to, especially this, now, now, I mean, there's always there's always gonna be outliers. Like some people, their their parents were to a level where the kid is like, I never want to be like my parents. And then other people, but most children are going to grow up and have a lot of the same traits that their parents have. Right. 
And and his so this is another thing that, that that you mentioned more than once. This is one of the other reasons why I know why why organizations like Old Lord and other places exist is because they're for whether you're no matter what gender you happen to be, you need an example to 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 model to follow. Um, and and so you know if you might not be fortunate enough where there's. Uh, dad in the home, or if you raised by a single father and you a daughter, you might not be fortunate enough to have mom in the home because that dad can't also can't teach you how to be a woman. They're gonna essentially teach you how to be well, whatever their thought of a woman is supposed to be. Right, right. So the intimate things they wouldn't be able to do, but if you think about it, a lot of times they've said it that it's been proven that men are more better parents than women are because of the caring nature. Men have a much care. I mean, it's been, you can look it up anywhere. Men have a much caring nature than women do when it comes and a longer patience, it's, especially when it comes to the kids. Think about it, man. We deal with the hustle and bustle of the world all day long. When you come home to what's yours, your child, what your seed you made, man, you are so gentle with that child, and it's the innocence of the day, mm-hmm. man. Do you know how relieving that is? Hug your child? Oh, man, come on. It's ridiculous. And we sometimes take it for granted. So, like I said, the women that are being raised by women see that we're going to control the guy. So they try to go on with the same way of controlling the person. And it's, we got to, some kind of way got to break. Because I still see it like this. Church was very important for me and my brother. And my mom kept us in church, and we got a chance to see those men examples of husbands of fathers, even though my dad wasn't there and it wasn't because of his choice, it was because my mom was a, you can't take a person that doesn't, that don't do one thing and try to make them do something that they didn't sign up for. You you married my dad when he was a sinner. Maybe you was a saint, but he was a sinner. And you knew that from day one. So don't get mad with him when he don't want to go to church. Don't get mad with him when he's at the point that, well, um, you going on, I'm good. Well, you know, people think they can change people. Mm-hmm. And that's what she tried. And it was it was horrible when it came down to when she finally realized he wasn't going to do it, it was arguments all the time to the point that he just stopped coming home. Mm. And I, as a kid, I just thought he quit. But when I got older and I just really started talking to mom, you know, just start having questions and, and just talking to her about situations that happened just before the argument and I remember certain things. When we would talk, I'm like, oh, man, well, you wrong. And one day I told her that. I said, well, you know what? You ran your husband away. What? No, I didn't. He was just weak. I said, that's the problem. Weak. Because he didn't want to do what you wanted him to do. Mm. That's weak. Bum, 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 bum. Right now, we, we have a, we have a, 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 our relationship is as strong as it was because I've been, try, I've been pointing out things my mom has been doing wrong in her life. Mm. And she's that type of person. She will point out what you do wrong, and she's going to tell you. So you taught me this medicine, now it's time for you to get this spoon feed to you. All right. Hey, gentlemen, last question. You got a question? No, go ahead. We're on the same page. Oh. You know, I don't like to be interrupted, sir. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) Watch out. Turn the shoulders on. (laughs) No, no, no. So uh, last question, and uh, we're going to wrap this one up. But I did want to ask you – what advice would do you have for young men dealing with toxic women? Do you have some uh, keynotes, some tidbits? Real quickly, if you see the, the, the relationship, like my mom said the other day, if you're fussing and fight, fighting, the, that's a toxic relationship, but you're not agreeing. When you start seeing that it's, you're having more bad times than good times, the smiles are gone, you're hating to come to the house if you're living together, you're hating to start talking to this person, 
It's time to go. Because you shouldn't, God didn't put us on this earth to be miserable. He put us all on this earth to really do something. We're all put here for a reason. Every person on this earth has a skill. Mm-hmm. It's, if you're using it or not, that's up to you. But you have a skill. And we need to use it. So you shouldn't sit back in a toxic relationship and you're dumbing your skill down. As a man, if you see it, let's go ahead and up. Let me go ahead and stop. Let's end this. Because uh, one of my things is I've learned that if a man is chasing his money, he ain't got to worry about a woman because a woman going to chase after him. And then you are, you are put in the position that you make the demands and pick and choose what women you want. So if you start seeing that these women are not what you want, you go to the next one. But you got to be able to see it and stay on your square. Don't let that pillow talk, like I did, overtake your common sense. Hmm. Don't hmm. let that pillow talk, and then don't let that, that soften of the heart. Oh, but baby, baby, baby. No, stay on your square. Because God put all us up here to lead the household, not to be led. I like it. Y'all got something? Or should I be? Yeah. Are we, is it a question yeah. or should I be playing the music? I, don't, I mean, I don't. we can we can uh, cue the music and we can kind of. I'm just trying to figure because you asked a question, but it sounded yeah, sound like it, no, but it sounded like a wrap up. That's yeah, he did. Oh. He said give a uh, tidbit of advice for young men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's why right, I didn't. Right, I wasn't right, sure. I was like, all right, go ahead, Calvin. What you got for the young men out there in toxic relationships? Hey, I I'm gonna kind of piggyback off of what Antoine said, but it. For young men out there in a relationship, if somebody show you who they are, believe them. Listen, and for me, listen to a person's conversation, especially in a relaxed atmosphere. They will tell you who they are. They will, they will, whether you believe it or not, is up to you. But sometimes, and I know a young lady right now, and I'm hoping this young man is listening. Your young lady has said several times who she is. You might need to listen. Huh. You really need to listen. So, good luck, whoever you are. Hey, good luck. <laughs> good, good luck. Good, good you, luck. you know exactly who you are. Good luck, bro. I mean, they might know who I, they are, but do they listen to the podcast? Yeah, okay. they might be talking about the same type of woman. And, but this is the thing too. This I do everything for a reason. Just like this podcast is built to help somebody else or give men advice. If you don't take it, that's on you. Just like we write books and do everything else, if you don't read it, that's on you. The information is there. The path is there. We can make your life easy. You might want to listen. Ugh. <laughs> All right, what you got, man? <laughs> hey, man, you know, for me, it's, it's always just easy. And, and this is whether you're in relationships or whatever you're involved in. And just be willing to walk away from anything and anyone that isn't improving your life That isn't making your life better Now obviously some people are Like if you have children Please don't walk away from them But any any, any humans That you ne- did not assist In creating <laughs> You know Be willing to walk away From those people Because at the end of the day Especially if you have children Your children deserve A happy you More than an angry you Because you're still angry At this person that Did whatever they did So they deserve They deserve the best Version of you That you can show them and and really everybody you meet does my, my one of my mentors Jim Rohn said I'll take care of me for you, you if you will take care of you for me yep. and that's 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 how I try to live my life and so it served me well maybe it'll serve you well too gotcha well gentlemen you said everything that I wanted to say so I'll just keep it short um in agreement with y'all you deserve to be happy if you're listening to, to this you deserve to be happy Do better. Do better. That's all I got. We'll see y'all next week.